Hello, 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 my lovely people. Great peace, great joy fills and overshadows me. It is not always a joy, but an honor to serve my people, sons and daughters of Africa and humanity at large. The harmony of the path is the harmony of the whole. For the whole is in the path, and the path is in the whole. All you owe the other person, or all you owe the other, as Paul says, is love. And love is the fulfilling of the law of health, happiness, and peace of mind. Dr. Joseph Murphy. I continue to heal the world from negativity and all sorts. I radiate peace, love, and light to all. It is Tuesday, June 28, 2022, in my world in Ontario, Canada. My world is always full of joyous activities, unbroken progress, and great expectancy. I create my own realities. All of it. Not some of it. All of it. I live my life from within to the without. I'm in the world, but I'm not of the world at all. I work with my intuition. That is a still small voice of God only. I'm a lady of gratitude. That's let the whole world join me to say thank you, Father. Thank you, infinite intelligence. Finally, the enlightenment, truth, and light has reached my beloved continent, Africa. I love my people. I love them dearly. Africa is no longer a dark continent. We found the truth and we are practicing the truth in every nook and corner of our lives. I see it in my imagination all the time. And I'm very much aware that if I can see it in my mind, ah, I can definitely hold it in my hands. I'm very much aware that if I can see it in my mind, I can definitely hold it in my hands. It's just so wonderful, amazing, and beautiful. My dearly beloved, let us imagine in our minds that we are friends sitting in a garden, perhaps the Garden of Eden, admiring God's beauty and nature as God works through me to talk to you and the world on the topic. I love beauty. It ignites the light in me. You have your own self to blame if you don't take lessons from today's topic. And the topic for today is how to handle excruciating pain and what you need to know about the people that hurt you. The topic again, how to handle excruciating pain and what you need to know about the people that hurt you. So our text for the topic is in 2. Matthew 7, 2. It says, for in the same way you judge others, you will be judged. And with the measure you use, it will be measured to you. And Romans 12, 8, it says, If it's possible, as far as it depends on you, live at peace with everyone. If it is possible, as far as it depends on you, live at peace with everyone. Romans 12, verse 8. There's no doubt that if we should conduct a survey of people who have hurt us, or causes emotional pain and all sorts. A lot of people will come forward. In fact, the truth is this imaginary garden of Eden you and I stand on cannot even contain them. In this group, we find people who are still expecting a story for those who have hurt them, those who are still living in their past because they're finding it difficult to forgive because of the pain that a, a, a loved one has caused them. They simply cannot let things go. Those who are somehow brain all sorts of negative emotions of anger, bitterness, evil deeds, grudges, spite, spite, malicious intention, and all that against people who have caused them this excruciating pain. Perhaps these people, some of these people are even dead and in their graves, but yet we are still harboring them. The higher truth of life is God seeks expression through us in our excruciating pain. God seeks expression through us in our excruciating pain. It's just wrapped in working clothes and it is our sole responsibility to unwrap it for the pain to bless us. The problem with 
humanity that we bore the pain and fight the battle ourselves, which aggravates worsens of worsens the pain, and the pain gets bigger. I urge you not to fight your battles yourself, but give your pain to God to fight for you. I urge you not to fight your battles yourself, but give your pain to God to fight for you. Remember Matthew eleven twenty eight. Come unto me, all who are heavy laden, and I'll give you rest. Moreover, the more you think and harbor these negative emotions, the more you create more of what you don't want because your thoughts become things. What you focus on, dwells on, gets bigger or expands. God is top, and you are top being too. God never created heaven and earth with his bare hands, but he top it into being. So you are top being too, and you are created in the image of likeness of God. And God works through your thinking. Get it right. So it's a choice you have to make. People have asked me, Igeralen, are you saying we shouldn't brood or cry about things that have hurt us or people who have caused us emotional pain? I'm like, no, I'm not saying that. First of all, have an understanding. I, have, I haven't set any rules for anyone, but as a citizen of the universe, I also obey the rules set by God to humanity. I'm only a world shower of things I've read, researched, and practiced. I think and do things in a different way, and I know it works. That is why I'm offering it from the bottom of my heart to humanity. Therefore, I have a burning desire to expose humanity to the truth, but I don't force it on people. The greatest gift God gave to anyone is we have the free will of choice, freedom of choice, and that is what makes us different from animals. So to force the truth on you or to force you is to take your dignity and pride away from you as a human being. And if God didn't do it, what right do I have to do it to you? I don't do that. That's not how I preach. I work. I give you, I expose you to the truth. So no, most of the time I say, what are you going to do after I expose you to the truth? Are you going to throw it away or you are going to take a responsible and a conscious choice? I'm always asking people that. Scripture says, you shall know the truth and the truth will set you free. It is purely about how things are done or how things works in the universe. It's not about how we want things to be or how we think things should be or perceive things to be. No, it's not about that at all. James Allen, he said, the universe is supremely just. <laughs> I love him. I love James Allen, the British philosopher. Oh, he said, the universe is supremely just, giving to everyone his or her rightful earnings. Nobody agrees with universal laws and principles. Total obedience and compliance is the key. The universe doesn't play human favoritism at all. Two plus two is four. In any developed part of this world, in the developing country or in any remotest part, part of the village in Africa, it's four. So come in alignment and set yourself free. That's it. So acknowledge the pain, but don't give it too much energy in order not to create more of what you don't want. Prolong crying or brooding is not good. It's not good. The energy you give to the pain is very important. Thus, you are greatly encouraged to flip the pain and turn it around to learn your lessons and let the pain bless you. This is called intelligent living. And so, when people say life is intentional, this is all inclusive. The truth is, the people who hurt you are your teachers, that is your soul signed contract with them before coming on this earth. Your mind is a creative medium. 
what you think fell off for that that you bring it to pass in your life this is the psychological meaning of the golden rule do unto others as you like them to do unto you be awakened to the fact that there's no photocopy or duplicate copy of you or anyone god didn't repeat himself with you or or anyone not even with siblings or twins no matter how much you love a close one no one does the thinking breathing sleeping walking etc for you or for another with this understanding you must know the universe with you alone there's only one you you came into this world and alone and you live alone and we see this happening in our lives every day when people when people die they go alone you are a unique individual the two memory verses above points to you alone so far as it depends on you so the universe only knows you but not what the other person did to you at all in fact the way you responded to the other person is very crucial because it is what determines whether you earn rewards or blessings on god's part whether you are in alignment in sync or in tune with god that's no matter the pain the way you react is crucial you have to be in your lane all the time be on a straight line regardless not on a crooked line the universe marks you but not the other person at all that's you have to be on a line the way you when you are driving you are very careful not to go into another person's lane in a normal life the other person has the right to honk at you when you drive into his or her lane again it is part of life for people to hurt you especially your loved ones all these individuals who hurt you greatly are people your souls have signed contracts with them before coming on earth the higher truth of life is these individuals that have hurt you so bad are your teachers but it takes a spiritual mature person to see that we are alive to meet all forms of unhappy unpleasant situation and excruciating pain the joy is overcoming them all there's a certain way of handling the pain so that it doesn't affect you so much first is to thank god for the excruciating pain because there's a blessing in it so you have to thank god it's just that you don't know so first thank god for the excruciating pain and tell yourself that it could have been worse and i say it all the time secondly know that these people who have fed you are your teachers that your soul signed contract with them before coming into the world i always use myself as an example to explain things in uh, to explain things when my three Jews wells went into the foster care in the midst of the pandemic the pain was very excruciating for myself well, for, for my husband, my custom-made husband, Egelemano Mensa, and myself, I'm fully aware that you don't fight negative emotions with negative emotions. To quote Maya Angelou, she said, do the best you can until you know better. Then when you know better, you can do better. So I know better, so I do better. That's my mentor, Dr. Joseph Murphy. Joseph Murphy taught me how to deal with this pain. To run the whole thing in my mind like a mental movie and i played it severally of how my three jewels had come to my husband and i that's it apart from the angels that many people know that they are there they are also ascended masters light workers mentors guys who work for god they are there that is why they are employed they are they are they are depending on your pain they come to your rescue so I make one of them, I'm on the judge or the, the angel, my rightful judge, and I made myself the plaintiff of the pain of how my three jewels were being in 
in foster care was so excruciating and affecting me in the midst of the pandemic. And CS was the defendant. This is what I played in my mind. Every day, I was the plaintiff, CS was the defendant, and um, my rightful judge was the universe. It works. So, my intuitions also revealed to me that it was foolishness to add forward to forward. Thus, I was given certain instructions to follow from the universe to stay calm. I never discussed my children going to the foster care with anybody. I didn't give people that chance. It was myself and my husband alone. We bore the pain alone. We shared the pain alone. I didn't because when people come, the, the, the first day, oh, you don't look like people that they have to take your children. And it, it takes you to negative frequencies. And I didn't want that. So I don't discuss it with the people. I, I don't discuss it with people like, oh, I didn't give people the chance. Even when they asked me, attend it. I was given instructions to follow from the universe. And that was to take up, take one truth and facts, control the two wicked bodies I have. That is the mental and emotional bodies. Consistent, be consistent with my spiritual exercises and affirmation. And that's what I did. But the battle wasn't mine to fight. It was David. It was a David and Goliath battle. And I did just that. I did just that. My husband and I were the Davids. And Goliath was the was CS. Indominatable CS. Indominatable CS. Who put ascender what God joins together as a family. They are full of external power. I needed to be calm so that the power of God can work through me. I needed to stay calm so that when God speaks through me in this excruciating pain, I could hear. So the lesson for me was to realize where real power is, whether it's in external things or in internal things. Scripture says, greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. I've read it. I've, I've read about it, but it was time to put it into practice and be a way sure to humanity. My mentor and my force taught me man has dominion over all things when you know the laws of being and obey them. The law of being gives you power over your circumstances as we think so with us, as in heaven so on earth, as above so below. I, I love this and I read it, but it was time to put it into practice. I'm very much aware. External power, which is outer power, which everyone, including the government, has uses, is full of threat, condemnation, criticism, judgment, and all sorts of negativity. And that is what the CAS workers used on me. I wasn't scared or moved at all. I told the worker that he created a mess in my home. I saw this fight to be my one to be one of my childhood's battles. I allowed them to do their job according to their expertise and understanding of life and how they've been trained. When I told the worker, don't define me by my present circumstances, but define me by my intentions, I knew what I was talking about. I knew what I was saying, but she didn't get me at all. It was one of my childhood battles. Throughout my life, I fought battles upon battles. I didn't know it was all preparing me for this day. The worker couldn't even look at my face. Anytime she was talking to me, which whenever she came for a numerous appointment, we, it, it, it raised a lot of respect for me right there. Moreover, I was receiving a lot of instructions 
and I was working on it. I was working with it method methodically. The angelic presence was all around me. I could feel it so strongly, which gave me strength, power, and dominion. The truth is that what I had within me, and I still have within me, is authentic, stronger, powerful, mystic, cosmic than anything in the world. The higher truth of life is that life without is a reflection of life within. Everything is an inside job. Every enlightened individual knows this truth. Universal laws and principles makes you enlightened and makes you to argue from a higher point of view. I'm very much aware it is the spirit of God that lives in everyone. Hence, the spirit cannot fight or quarrel with himself, except people do it out of ignorance. So, in my right frame of mind, I thank my masters and all who gave me this excruciating pain. And I say, had they not been this excruciating pain, how would I have learned my lessons? How would I have been a better version of myself? How would I have known that the subconscious mind comes in my dying moment? How would I have self-realized? How would I how would I have been become a master in order to be a wish what to humanity? I know it all happened not to me, but for me, for the glory of God to be seen in my life. So this was my mindset. My mindset was I can of myself do nothing. It is the father mother within. The yang and the yang, that does it all. And I continue to say, thank you, Father. Thank you, infinite intelligence. The Father does the work, not me at all. However, the Father needs me to be calm so the power of God can flow through me and I can hear clearly the still small voice of God. The battle was never mine or my husband to fight at all, but God. And we didn't have to help God. But we had to have an understanding of life and follow instructions clearly from my intuitions. The revelation to me was it was foolishness to add power to power. My mindset, including my husband's own, was that to think what you think is to think the truth, regardless of appearances, while it's the battles. He taught us that. He said to think what you want to think is to think the truth, regardless of appearances. And that was our mindset when we went to court. Thus, we didn't give our other conditions power at all. Many in our world give their unpleasant situation or outer conditions power by crying, worrying, stressing, agitating, fearing, and engaging in all kinds of negative emotions of anger, unforgiveness, spite, malicious thoughts, grudges, and all that. The more they do that, the more they create more of what they don't want. And it's called fighting against the circumstances or quarreling with the world. So my husband and I use the universal law of polarity by looking at the situation as we wanted it to be, but not as it is. This strong mental attitude, this strong mental attitude took away going to the mental home, committing suicide, or doing something stupid or horrible to ourselves. We condemned yeah, the attitudes, behaviors, and utterances of the CS workers, but not their personalities, because we have an understanding of life. My husband and I worked on ourselves. Then Alan said, We are not already made, but they are self-made. So we responsibly and consciously chose to work on ourselves. In short, the whole universe came to our rescue, and my husband and I won the case against CS. That is why we thank God for the difficulty, because it could have been worse. It could have been worse. So when people hurt you, play a mental movie 
in your mind and, and be the plaintiff and argue your case to the universe. But you clean and clear your mind from negative emotions of hate, spite, grudges, bitterness, unforgiveness, bad language, and all sorts. And you do you work on yourself. You you won't achieve what we achieved. So let us analyze. Uh, uh, let me bring up this case for a better understanding. A couple defrauded a single mom certain amount of dollars, and the single mom texted me and told me what this couple had done to her. I asked the wife and she denied everything, even though text and everything pointed out that they, they were the ones telling the lies. This single mom was so hurt and furious that she was screaming and shouting in the neighborhood. It was a terrible scene. I intervened to cool the single woman down and I told her she was fighting her battles herself, which is them that fighting against circumstances, quarreling with the world, and she was reacting to the situation. I told her that even though it was painful, she should leave the pain to a higher power to fight the battles for her. She understood what I said and did exactly that. I gave the single woman some of the truth I used in winning my battle against years. She was open-minded, receptive to the truth, willing to think and do things in a different way. She emerged victorious and manifested the same money this couple duped her. God really fights our battles, but we have to do things in a different way. God fought her battles for her. And she was overjoyed more than on cloud nine so never worry about the person or group of people that hate you god knows how to take care of them scripture says vengeance is not ours but sometimes we want it to be ours that is the problem now consider the excruciating pain people have given they were all blessing in disguise but because you didn't have an understanding of life you didn't know indeed my people are perishing for lack of knowledge we will not perish anymore we now know the truth and we use the truth to set ourselves free. I don't appreciate the behavior and actions of dishonest people at all. To cheat, to rob, or to fraud another person is to think of lack and limitation. But there's more than enough to go around for everyone, just like the way we breathe in air and out without struggle and take it for granted. We don't even say thank you. So one is swimming against the tide instead of flowing with the tide. When one dupes others, the, the God that lives in you or in, in everyone is abandoned. But if, in, if an individual doesn't know this truth and do people, the person's subconscious mind will create and continue to create this honest situation for the individual to experience. The danger is that individual thinks he or she is being smart, but doesn't know, but doesn't know what he or she is going through. It's all built from within. Scripture says, vengeance is not ours at all. The law of karma, I believe in it, it works. Also known as the law of action and reaction. It's all it's real in our lives. What you sow, you reap it. What goes around comes around. Ask God the lessons, um, the, the, ask God the lessons to learn from the pain. Or what has this pain got to teach you? Ask God the lessons from the pain. Or what has this pain got to teach you? Once you identify the lessons, you must let the pain bless you. This is a, because it's frustrating. So you must let the pain bless you. This is the whole purpose of this bitter experience you went through. The enlightened knows out of pain the purpose is found. That's it. So again, in my right frame of mind, I continue to say, thank you, my masters, all who gave me this excruciating pain. 
had it not been this excruciating pain, how would I have learned my lessons that all provides were within but not without, therefore under my control? How would I have been a better version of myself? How would I have known that the subconscious mind comes in my dying moment? How would I have self-realized myself? How would I have self-realized? How would I have become a master in order to be a way towards humanity? I know. And I still know. It's all known. All that happened to me, it happened. It didn't happen to me. It happened for me, for the glory of God to be seen in my life. It is a choice one has to make, which has to be respected. If the individual makes another choice, then that individual is not learning at all. A first fool is not a fool, but a second fool is a fool. There's a phrase that says, many people know this phrase. This means that he or she is not learning at all. My mentor, Emmy Fox, taught me to, that the people, you have to lead them to suffer. And the more they suffer and suffer, then their personalities become awakened to the desires of their souls. So let us go to another case. In 2017, a lady whose husband was sleeping around contacted me. I gave her the truth, but she didn't like the truth at all. No matter how I presented the truth, she blocked her mind to it and wasn't interested at all. She thought it was my duty to perform the miracle on her husband, to stop cheating. She wasn't ready to do all the work. She wasn't interested in anything I offered her. I also told her I won't force her to do something she doesn't understand. And I closed her file, but I didn't know she saved my number. She called me early part of 2022 and told me everything she had been through. According to her, she remembered something I said to her and it had, that thing kept on ringing in her ears, even though she blocked her mind to it. One thing God has given to me is retentive memory. Even though I deal with a lot of people, I also asked her, I am always able to remember everyone's story. So I asked her, why is she calling me in 2022? And she told me she's interested in whatever thing I have for her. I asked her what made her to change her mind. And she said I said something to her that she always, which she always remembers. And I'm like, okay, let's go. In my dealing with people, I used non-judgment and discretion in dealing with people. And I make them fully aware. There's a principle for truth, but none for lies or falsehood. There's a principle for honesty, but none for dishonesty. And scripture says, you shall know the truth, and the truth has set you free. So I give people the truth, and if you don't want the truth, I get it. I won't also force it on you. Whenever you are ready, come. So this lady's personality is not awakened to the desires of the soul. Even though she was extremely rude to me, I showed her love, compassion, patience to get her to understand what I was saying. I told her she had engaged in what is termed as fighting against circumstances, quarreling with the world, and keeps on reacting to things which has even worsened the case. I also told her, as I always emphasize, it's not about how things to be. Things it's not about how she wants things to be or think things should be or perceive things to be. It's about how things are done or how things work in the universe. According to where she also told me she tried everything. She got church leaders to talk to her husband, families, friends, and both of them were seeing marriage counselors. But in all, the situation got worse and came back. And now the man is seeking a divorce. I'm like, oh, she told me. Um, the, and she also told me that her husband left her and the children and went to stay in one lady's house during the pandemic. I'm like, what? 
I asked her, why would he leave you during the pandemic, which got everybody scared? She responded, they were arguing too much. And I'm like, you were knocking on me. Yes, yeah? And she said, yes. She told me she took matters into her own hands and hired some men, including herself, and went to one of the ladies' house to beat her. I'm like, what? She, also, she was also beaten severely. She told me all that. She was also beaten severely. And the problem was because of that, the husband was not even sleeping at all. She went to sell because of this. The husband left home during the pandemic. The, this lady has, uh, keeps on aggravating the problem. And now it is the husband herself that is seeking divorce. Not her. I consoled her. And I made her to understand a certain group that all that he was engaging in is called fighting against circumstances, firing with the world. And the more she engaged in such negativity, the more she create more of what she doesn't want. And what does she want? Is that she wanted the truth. So I consulted her as I'm saying, and she's working progress. My dearly beloved, know yourself very well. The best time the conscious mind performs it works is before bed, when the conscious mind reasoning and like mind is not active that's it's important you empty every negative and every negativity before you go to bed your subconscious mind picks your last word or sentence or sentence whether positive or negative that's if your day didn't go well whether it's your fault or not you have to make it right because the universe only knows you not the other person at all you have to always be on the straight line regardless it's okay for people to treat you bad, but your response brings you in alignment with God or not. God is fully aware that you were not treated right at all. But your response is always the key. It is not what people said or behave that is a problem. But your, your reaction is always the key. You must avoid to be on the same lower frequency with the person. Otherwise, the person gets a chance to do more than to you. You don't like it. So move from that frequency. Failure to do this means unanswered prayers. Despite all you will do, you are wasting your own time. Play the whole situation in your mind as it should have been, but not how it turned out at all. This house with a healing process and forgiveness. It is a command to love people. So you must love regardless because it is the Spirit of God that lives in you and the other person. Hence, the Spirit cannot fight or harm itself. If insult, lambast, catechist, or come against someone with the blood of Jesus. It, 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 you are not doing the right thing. So it is for this reason that the Bible says, love your neighbor as yourself. Whoever claims to love God, yet hates a brother or sister, is a liar. For whoever does not love their brother or sister, whom they have seen, cannot love God, whom they have not seen. You can find this in 1 John 4, 20, 4, 1 John 4, 20. I didn't say that. It is God. There's a Bible that said that. Yeah, it's a scriptures who say that, and I only quoted it. So the meaning of this verse is that it's the same spirit that dwells in you and in these people that the spirit cannot hurt or harm himself. You have every right to condense people's behavior and action, but not their personalities because your neighbor is yourself. God lives in you. That's if you come against others with the blood of Jesus, it is you. You are doing you are doing it to yourself. And I don't think you want that. And I don't think you need to do that. You need to stop. I don't think you want that. So you need to stop. Stop coming against. Africans come against a lot of people with the blood of Jesus. They are so-called enemies. Your enemies are your procrastination, your negative thoughts. Not your fellow human beings. Get it right. You 
because it's a command by wishing them all that you wish for yourself. You don't have to be frank with this individual. You love them all from afar. Get it right. You don't have to be frank with this individual. You love them from afar. So you love people because it's a command by wishing them all that you wish for yourself. What I mean by that is that the key is how do you feel about the progress of these individuals who affect you when you hear of them? Do you rejoice with them, sizzle or resent them? How do you feel about the pain or hurt this individual gave you years ago? Do you see the pain as a scar which doesn't hurt? Or when you think about it, are you still saying I've forgiven but I haven't forgotten? These are questions you have to answer. I did my work. I did my work very well. Remember, it is an asset test of forgiveness which brings you in alignment, in sync, in tune with God. Please go to my message of forgiveness. Many have said practicing the subconscious mind is very difficult. Well, I agree and disagree. Initially, it is difficult like any other thing, but you have to will yourself to do it. When you are learning how to ride a bike or a car, it is difficult. But when you get your hands on it, it becomes very easy. Look at this lady whose husband is cheating around. Look at the mess she's creating. Is that what you want? Because that is them fighting against circumstances, quarreling with the world. The more you engage in such negativity, the more you create what you want, don't want. So you have a choice to use the truth to save yourself or continue in that negativity. You have to make that choice. So I always tell people, it's not about how we think things to be. We think we will. It's about how things work or are done in the universe. This way, no other way. It's not about how we think things should be or how we want things to be or how we perceive things to be. It's about how things work or are done in the, in the universe. This way, no other way. So I always advise, know the game of life and play it very well. If others have done it, why can't you do it? Why can't you do it too? Everybody obeys it. I told a group of ladies, it's not about how they want things to be or think things should be, but about how things are done in the universe. So you are coming in alignment to save yourself or set yourself free. All is all, all is thought, all is law and order in the universe. On the other hand, if you choose to use your mind positively, positively and one of good things, despite the spiritual pain, your whole life would be transmuted into beauty, vitality, wholeness, and strength. This is the spiritual meaning of the saying. You are what you eat. Philippians 4, 8, it says, Finally, brothers, whatever thing is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there be any excellence, if there be any worthy of praise, think about these things. You see, the angels in the heavens are on it. I always say that. They are unemployed. The ascended masters, the light workers, the mentors, they are all unemployed because humanity is seriously is not is failing. The angels in the heavens are unemployed, yet humanity is seriously suffering. Can you imagine? Because humanity is refusing to call God the right way. Some people they want to eat their cake and still have it. It doesn't work that way. They are not willing to work on themselves at all. It doesn't work that way, unfortunately. These people are not willing to learn their lessons, to put their pain in its right perspective. No matter the problem, how difficult the person may be, the final analysis and the truth is that change begins from within or one from oneself. 
There's no change. There's, there's no one to change but yourself. I, I change myself when I talk to people. Please read the two memory verses above. It all depends on you. If, so if you want people to be kind, patient, loving, and all that, be that first person first. Then it's easy to attract that person into your life. In that way, you change the person at the soul level, but not at the personality level. And other truths I opened up to this lady who was cheating. The lady whose husband was cheating. I opened up to her certain truths about cheating. This time she I accepted what I said and she's working progress. Knowing this truth, if someone hurts you or give you uh, me, no uh, since knowing this truth, if someone hurts me or gives me pain, I know I give it the, the pain to a power greater than me to fight it for me. Once I do, I don't talk about the problem in a negative way. If a loved one shows concern and asks me about the situation, I just say all is well. If you hand something to the angelic kingdom to handle your battles for you, you don't talk about it negativity. You can only give thanks anytime you think about it, that everything is in your favor. Let this mind be in you, which was also in righteousness. Philippians 2.5 So the good you do, the kindness you show, will come back to you in multiple ways. You are responsible for the way you think about others because you think and feel these emotions. Remember, the other person doesn't think or talk for you. Become emotionally matured and permit other people to differ with you. They have a perfect right to disagree with you and you have the same freedom to disagree with them. You can disagree. You can disagree without you can disagree without being disagreeable. It is not what one says or does that is the problem. But your reaction is always the key. That is why we expose people to the truth. But we don't force anyone. I expose people to the truth, but I don't force anyone. So, affirmation to heal yourself when you are going through excruciating pain. And you can learn this as I am the, I'll take my time to say it so that you can write it. I'm the only thinker in the universe. I'm responsible for what I think about others. I think right, and I refuse to give my power away to people, place, or thing. I wish this person that I means all the good things in life such as good health abundance joy in the soul and much more i make a conscious choice to put behind me anything that disturbs or annoys me i don't fight my battles myself anymore i now play a mental movie in my mind to argue my case before god or any other thing that you believe in i now think and talk from a higher point of view i thank god that i've discovered the truth and using the truth in every nook and corner of my life for my blessings that's it this affirmation say it if you find it difficult to say this affirmation then i'll say continue to work on yourself before you can come into the clear realization that the whole reason you are going through this pain is to learn lessons and let the pain bless you remember the saying out of pain the purpose is found god seeks expression through us in excruciating pain it's just wrapped in working clothes and it's your sole responsibility to unwrap it for it to bless you problem with humanity is that we bore the pain. We always bear this pain. We we'll bore the pain and fight the battles ourselves, which the pain aggravates and worsens and gets bigger. Don't do that anymore. I urge you not to fight your battles yourself, but give your pain to God to fight it for you. Remember, Matthew eleven twenty eight. 28, it says, Come unto me, all you who are 
labor and I heavy laden. And I will give you rest. And I will give you rest. And I will give you rest. Don't permit any person, place or thing to deflect you. To deflect you from your inner peace, serenity, poisonous and tranquility. Be firm but kind and refuse to yield. Remember to do what is right, especially when nobody is with you. If you're emotionally matured, when someone says or does something, you cannot be, it cannot really annoy you or upset you. Your reaction is always a key. Conclusion. Yeah. If I'm to go by what people have said to me, I don't think I'll be leaving me by now. So, please, remember to do what is right, especially when nobody is there. If you're emotionally matured, what someone says or does to you cannot really annoy or upset you, brother. You have to really be sympathetic with the person and show love and compassion because that person is rather it's not right. This is the most exciting time to be alive. If an individual understands all that is going on in the world, be sincerely blessed and enlightened by this topic. The book of Proverbs says, In all I get, let us get understanding. Time to leave the garden, my friend. Please think. Think, think, make a decision on the topic, how to handle excruciating pain, and what you need to know about the people that have hurt you. The new consciousness for the 21st century is a determination to redefine your destiny to conquer the world. The time has come, and now is the hour in the 21st century that we have to worship God in truth and in spirit. This is awakening to the truth that the power to do anything is within us, but not outside us. That every soul was created in the image and likeness of God. Each and every one of us is on the earth to add his contribution to the world, to make the world a better place. No human being was shortchanged in life. There's no photocopy or carbon copy of you. You're a unique individual and you're full of limitless potentials or possibilities. It's your sole responsibility to bring out by connecting with the power within you. The power is the very breath of your own life, which keeps you alive and keeps everything in order. There are no more excuses, pointing fingers at others and indulging in dangers for, for anyone in this 21st century. We keep on wasting our time and we can't afford to do that anymore and live in ignorance about universal laws and principles. Everything is now. It is time for change. As a child of God and the citizen of the universe, I invite all, especially those who believe in the law of divine oneness and diversity, as to march majestically for the creation of a new Africa and a new black race. I imagine in my mind we all say together a collective prayer and slogan together. And a collective prayer prayer goes like this, and God shall wipe away all the pain, suffering, disappointment from the face of Africa and all black communities the diaspora through the collective efforts of all of us there will be no more poverty no more lack no more wars no more diseases and no more underdevelopment no more street violence no more armed robberies gang crimes and drug culture in all black communities both on the continent and in the diaspora the former africa and the former black race has passed away for the appearance of a new africa and a new black race we now know the truth and we are sorry to take our rightful place in the universe it is wonderful our slogan goes like one people one continent one race one destiny in africa when citizens began begin to think clearly to realize that they cannot kill their fellow human beings for ritual purposes or for money 
then Africa will no longer be referred to as the dark continent. This is the time in the 21st century that every African has to consciously unthink all the negative thoughts that have been embedded in our rich subconscious mind to clean and clear the mind, to invent and bring forth ideas that will move, move the human evolution forward. What thoughts have been planted in our subconscious mind, the same thought can uproot. We want a group of Africans to form the critical mass to redefine a continent so together we will all think big and do great things. This is the time to free the African mind from mental bondage, shackles, and all sort of negativity and expose them to the real source and location of power to invent, to innovate, to move the evolution forward. The location of power is not in chance, amulet, under the bed, on your waist, uh, 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 on all sorts. The African has been disappointed for far too long. It is time to give power to every African. As we think, so with us. As in heaven, so on earth. As above, so uh, as in heaven, so on earth. As above, so below. As it is now, and as after now. Africans are stalling the evolution process, and it has to stop. If we look at Africa right now, it is all inhabited by black people. Our continent is not a diverse continent, and this does not depict the glory and the presence of God at all. Diversity is a strength of a nation. Every enlightened person knows and believes what diversity is and knows what I'm talking about. We have to clean and clear our environment and surroundings from all filth and change our mindset first and invite all to come and taste of the goodness of God in our lives. When the carnal mind says it cannot be done or it's impossible, the mind with the vivid and clear imagination says it's already done. Thank you, Father. Thank you, infinite intelligence. Philippians 2.13, it says, For it is God who works in you, both to will and to do his good pleasure. As the co-founder of Eagle Mentality Group at AMG, we dedicate ourselves to the teaching and propagation of the subconscious mind. We also believe in diversity. As diversity is the strength of a nation, we accept the rich and the poor, the educated, the uneducated, the downtrodden, the ordinary, the have-not, the homeless, and everyone to create a new Africa based on the subconscious mind and universal laws and principles. This is Egan Helen Mesa. I'm a child of God, and I'm a citizen of the universe. I wish to watch my people, sons and daughters of Africa and humanity at large. I give love to humanity, and it comes back to me, not only in million folds, but in billion folds. Can you imagine? I wish you all that I wish for myself, and all the blessings in the universe, such as joy in your soul, perfect peace, that passes all understanding, good health, abundance, and much more. God bless.